Alright, listeners, you know what time it is. Time to keep on rolling. Time to get rolling, 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 rolling. What? Rolling, 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 rolling. Come on, time to get rolling, 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 rolling. What? Rolling, 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 rolling with ones. Hello, my name is Aaron and this is the Rolling With Ones podcast, a tabletop wargaming podcast where we the few have gathered to talk all things hobby. Uh, This can be anything from painting, building, gaming to lore and reviews. Joining me today at the round table of hobby is Jermaine and Andrew. Say hello lads. How we going? G'day. I thought we'd just uh, start this one off, fellas, by letting the people who are listening, and we're very grateful if you've spent the time to listen, uh, just a little bit about ourselves, how we got started in this uh, hobby. Um, I, myself, am a hobbyist of roughly about 20 years uh, on and off. I would say that the uh, the hobby has been kind and yet a cruel mistress. I am what you would call a procrastinate painter. I will put off many a paint job um, in the search of a new and shiny model. I started with the love of the wolves in 40k. Um, For a long time, I'd say about five years there, I only collected space wolves. Um, And then when the local games workshop moved to Warradale, I kind of edged my way into what was at that point in time fantasy. And I collected Men of the Empire. I have also been collecting Lord of the Rings for a very long time, and that was when they started with the little magazines. So I've off and on again collected those throughout their um, their generations. Currently, right now, I have many a plastic model that probably needs more than a lick of paint. Um, but you know, you do what you can in these tough, tough times. How about yourself, Jermaine? Yes, I uh, started around the similar times, um, thanks to yourself. Um, you're speaking of the Lord of the Rings. I'm pretty sure that's the first model I ever had. <laughs> um, but yes, predominantly in 40K myself, I'm also a, well, I'm actually a follower of the Blood Angels. That has pretty much been my modus operandi the whole time because, you know, who doesn't like space vampires? Um, and, but the first model I, I think I painted probably was just a, bl- a blood angel from the welcome pack with good old mate Dion. Oh, really? I, um, I think I painted an ultramarine with my first one, as mm. bad as it is to say. Nice. <laughs> nice. I remember when I returned and, I, and it was a, um, a space wolf. Um, and I, um, I got cut to shreds. <laughs> really halted the painting process for me. Um, uh, went in and showed, a, showed the, uh, one of the, one of the stormen and he was, uh, yeah, he, he took the time to, to really cut me down a few pegs, which is, um, not so great for a young lad who was getting back into the hobby. So, and last but not least, Drew, like every good AA meeting, why don't you tell us how you got started in this hobby? Afternoon, I'm Drew. I got in the hobby because my neighbours that I grew up with started doing it and, you know, reeled me in. Here I am, over 20 years later, still going, and uh, those two dropped out. Quitters, I say. 
<laughs> That's what you get for one of them being an ultramarine fire. Let's be honest. Oh, uh, but uh, so yeah, the first ever model I ever got was the Imperial Guard Colonel Lars Schaefer's Last Chances mm-hmm. metal models. I didn't know anything about anything back then, so didn't even undercoat my models. Just pure oh, paint nice. straight onto metal. I still have them. I never repainted or stripped. They're just still there on my shelf. Uh, so that's pretty good. Done quite a few like 40k tournaments, Lord of the Rings, but now I'd say I'm predominantly more of a painter than a player, really, due to time, getting older and whatnot. But yeah, still, still trying to kick on with the hobby. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, orga- like, just organising games feels like a lot of work nowadays. Um, I, I guess a lot of us would probably be more in the um, the lore and theory hammer side of things. So, hopefully, um, we're all able to share a little bit of our, I don't know, well-gained wisdom. Um, <laughs> Maybe I, uh, maturity, too. Oh, look. Like, I don't I, have to I, win. I, just want I, to only wanted to, I only wanted to play <laughs> games when I first started. I, I cared nothing about it. I, um, I remember, like, my, um, my first, like, Full, full army, full painted army. I, I, I commissioned that. All right, then. Moving right along, new in the world of hobby. I figured we would do this for every podcast because there's always so much coming out. And, uh, I feel like this is the one thing we're spoiled of nowadays with so many different providers providing so many different things for the miniature hobbyist. Um, new in the world of hobby for me is the Horus Heresy version 2. It's everywhere. It's so exciting. I, um, I'm i a big Horus Heresy fan, and this uh, this is a very, very exciting time if you like that particular genre. Um, what about you guys? Yeah, you feeling the Horus Heresy 2? You're on the train? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, look. What, what more can you say? Like, I, uh, I love that... They're giving it another go. Um, it's one of those things that, obviously, the big black books from Forge World are amazing, amazing books. Uh, but it is something that you can't continue on forever. It was sitting in an older version of the game, and I like that they've kept most of that and just slightly updated it. What do you guys think? about anything else in the world of hobby? I mean, I'll go. Yeah. So, there's just a lot of things, really. (laughs) Like, obviously, we've got these new contrast and new shade paints out again, you know, revised. Version 2? Version 2? Contrast paint, yeah. That's big. It's another another Games Workshop... um, Edition. I am. Um, I'm a huge fan of contrast paints for the beginner painter. I just. Uh, I think they provide an easier option to paint something that would generally require a lot more work. Um, they do a, a very good job, and I, uh, a lot of these. If you're getting a lot, of, if you're looking at any of the reviews, a lot of these are newly formulated. Um, some people are very excited about particular ones, but. I have heard a little bit of criticism, um, and that's really more based around <laughs> how they're labelled. I think we can agree that sometimes um, certain people will pick up some paints and particularly, 
particularly just go nuts because they're so excited about it and then realize that maybe that's not the paint that's not the uh it's not the tool for that particular job i find that there may be some of the paints in this range um that they're going to have that same issue well i i used them today actually mm -hmm. and very underwhelming honestly yeah which, which one were you using i used quite a lot of them croak green the gray one look i can't even remember the names of them they were that poor the only one i remember is the only one that was actually good oh okay what was that imperial fist surprisingly enough i have heard amazing things about that yellow it's um, actually it's is amazing. amazing yes and coming from me painting three yellow armies um <laughs> Because, you know, I hate myself. It's a little late for you? A little bit late for me, but I was very surprised. The person I was with painting with, like, at the store for a little bit today even was very impressed with the yellow. Mm -hmm. um, there was a really bright green, which I'm not sure of the name of. That looked all right. But all the ones that I tried, like, there was a few shades and that. And they just seemed a bit... A little bit touchy, a little bit blotchy. I've, and like general purpose for me, I don't like contrast personally because they are very blotchy. Because they're, they're supposed to help you paint faster, right? Yeah. But well, they are. If, if, get, like the idea, I think behind them is getting models on the table. Uh, I think you can agree with that, Jermaine. That like smashing. I I know that you've uh, what was it? Hex ray. Uh, when you had your skeleton. Uh, yeah. What was it? Mm. Yeah, you know what it is. It's, <laughs> it's not the black coach, it's the other one. Uh, Mor yeah. Moriart? Yeah, um, I know you smashed at it. <laughs> you absolutely yeah. threw the paint at that thing. And I feel like yeah. this is what you would have wanted. Uh, these are the paints you would have wanted to use on that. Uh, because yeah. they, the idea behind most of the contrast range is that it gives you a nice highlight, a medium, and a shade all in one. I feel like, though, that's a good starting point for new painters, but it may also, like, you may be getting very comfortable with just smashing it with one colour and saying that it's done. I know some particular painters, not going to name any names, but they love contrast paints <laughs> because that's just, that fits into their style. I, I think it has a use as as most things do, but I wouldn't be using it for like everything. I think there's a couple of that. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I think there's a couple of them that I, I actually like as good. I, they're not that they're labeled as such, but a couple of them are really good filters, which for those who don't know what filters are, it's really, really thin paint over the top of it, and it kind of gives it a different hue. Um, I think there's, there's some really nice ones in there for that, but I have, yeah, I, I have not dived as deep into the contrast paints because it doesn't fit what I do. Probably the same as what it's intended for everybody else. So the, the original batch of contrast paints that came out, I bought about 20, 25 of the colours. Yep. They worked real good on the like, practice marines and stuff that they give you in store. And then when I went home and coincidentally painted some Lord of the Rings, actually. 
if you're not sitting there watching every single model, some of the colours, they like burn when they dry. They, they give like a burning blotchy effect. Like the blues are very strong like that because my lake town look very burnt and blotchy where like obviously the paint has stripped down and pulled up. And that's obviously with marines because of how the surfaces are. Yeah. They're a lot friendlier. Um, yeah, just personally, nothing really stood out today apart from Imperial Fist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, obviously the other big thing that everyone's talking about is the heresy stuff. Yep. And, and just the general. And, 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 and uh, like, <laughs> contrast paint looked great on Marines. <laughs> uh, they've got new shades as well, which is interesting. Um, because obviously you always hasn't when they touch something you like. I am mm. I love null oil and agrax. I think they're I think they're fantastic. I um it, you know, it's always one of those things where you, you love for someone to improve something, but you're always wary that um when they come along and they change it that you're not gonna for get sure. that um that one thing that you love. Um Jermaine, was yours Carabag Crimson? I, I remember you. Ooh, yeah, that's a, that's a, a very good color. Uh, quite a few of those. So um, it's it just like, look, we've all got our comfort paints. And like, I have like, I have a space will paint. I, I have so many grays. It will make your eyes water. All right? I have a lot of grays that you'll you'll tell me that they're, hmm. they're all the same. They are not. All right. It's, it's more than fifty shades of gray, people. All right. That the, the whole well, thing, that book is that book is a lie. There's not just fifty shades of gray. Well, I used the grey shade today. Yeah. And honestly, yeah, I didn't think much of it. Like, I wouldn't use a grey shade uh, as a grey contrast <sighs> paint. Um, grey in itself is like boring. I think because um, it's like it's it doesn't add any color. It kind of just sucks all the color out of things. And that's with when I'm painting my walls, I kind of get some more color back into it with either the the shade that I'm using in the recesses or like armor points like I, I really like a um like a bronzy kind of um colour for the edging of the pauldrons and stuff like that just to kind of bring more interest into it. So I, I think like a grey contrast paint uh, I, I don't see it selling very well. Um uh, but someone's gonna use it. Someone someone it's got, I'm gonna absolutely love it, um, but again, you know, I, look, I just want to point this out right now. I'm not cheating on contrast paint. I happen to like the purpose of them, um, especially getting new kids. I think this is great for as well. Young painters who can just literally throw a color at it, and then they're gonna get that that instant feeling of okay, this looks it looks good, um, right. and, and it's visually for the most part like you can slap these on an army in uh, three colors and you're done. Uh, they are expensive though. I will say that. Eleven fifty a pop. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's just because of where we live, but these ones like <laughs> are they slightly bigger pots? Drew? Yes, they are now. Yeah. All right. So you're gonna get a little bit of mileage on it, but like again, <clears throat> well, weigh that up. Now, now I've actually got the colours up. Yeah. yeah. Pro players. Uh, Berserker Bloodshade. Mm -hmm. Is a is a poor man's Karenberg Crimson, hundred <laughs> percent. Poor man's. It's literally like as soon as I put it on the model, I was like, so it's a Karenberg Crimson, but it's not as good. Like straight up. Okay. 
Um, you, is that because it's not as deep, or what would you say? That, get criticism of that. <sighs> On the spot. Hmm. Maybe the clarity of it, okay. like how it covers. I don't know. I just didn't like the effect it gave in the end process. Okay. It just seemed a little bit weak. Where uh, Caraberg Crimson was a very strong color, though. Yeah. And I like adding a little bit of water to dilute it and lummy and medium and stuff to play around with it, it and do my own reds, things. Like, and so much redder. It like and it borders on like a. It's the same thing as croak green. It's like a real similar to Athonian camo shade, and I'm just like, why do you not use Athonian camo shade? Like, I actually really like Athonian camo shade. It's, it's a really, really good color. color. Where it's not just green. Um, and. Mortarian Grime is I've heard good things about that one. It's good, but there's always a but. It's just a weak it's version. Silly. <laughs> it's just a weak version of Nurgle's Rot. Okay. Obviously, Nurgle's Rot you can't really use it as a paint because of how it's a technical and it doesn't apply the same. But like the color effect is a very weak version of that. But in saying that, like. Over the new white spray and putting that straight over, it looks exactly like Death Guard, and it does what it's supposed to do. Like it is good. Okay. I didn't think much of the Pox Walker color or the Tyrant Blue. Like Tyrant Blue, it's like okay, Jackanoff Nightshade. Have you heard of it? Last ten years. Okay. Yeah. So I don't really know why they made that a color. Soul Blight Gray has an awesome name. Not not so awesome application. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Um, just I, I th that also could be because when I like to paint greys, I tinge my shadows to what I'm trying to do, so it might be like slightly green or slightly blue or slightly even red for something different. Yeah, where like just that is a base gray gray, just why don't you just water down ash and gray a lot and use that? That's what I normally do personally. I mean, ash and gray has a, has a tinge, has the uh. Like the brown in it, essentially. Uh, I like, uh, I like because it's, I think it's. It's that Scaven Bright that hasn't the uh, brown? Yeah, nah, I think you might be right. It's Scaven Bright that's got the brown in it. And yeah. The is, yeah, just it pure dark grey. Like a, the smidges of mm. blue, so you can use that as a really cool colour. Um, yeah. Uh, look, but it has its place. Yeah, for sure. Things. Some of these I will pick up. Most of these will be left on the shelf. Um, I would, <laughs> yeah, I, I would recommend, and this is just from... You to try them yourself. Yes, like. yeah. Do go down if you have the chance and try them out first. Because I, I just don't... I don't think that just picking one up off the shelf without, without seeing what it does is a smart move. Because they're all listed as contrast. And some of them are going to be the traditional contrast paints. There's a couple of them that... There's some people have said are closer to inks, so they just they color the whole thing the same, and you just like interesting. Maybe that's, maybe that's not what you're looking for, um, and others are like super like filtery, so like super fine, um, and they're barely gonna touch up the models at all. So um, look, that might be what you need, but you're not gonna need a pot that big of it. Uh, its application will be tiny. With now I've got the names in front of me. Uh, Bal Red yeah. looks quite good. Oh, Jermaine, are you happy about that? Like, that sounds fantastic. 
I've, I've straight heard on, it, like it looks it's good. Very bright. I've heard it's yeah. very bright though. It's pretty much like a Mephiston with a Nullen oil wash over just one go, essentially. So it, it's it's quite good. And the person I was painting with even mentioned like that looks pretty good, and I was like, that's the second best compared to Imperial Fist. Okay. The the green that I said looked good. I found the name of it. It's Mantis Warrior Green. Okay. It. Do you remember the old old? I believe it was Striking Scorpion Green. It's like one of the highlights. It looks pretty similar to that. Okay. Which, in coincidence, there's a new color contrast called Striking Scorpion Green, and I was like, that's not the green. It's not bright enough. <laughs> so, I don't know what they did there, but, you know, all in all. Jermaine, any of these you, uh, you'd be looking at trying? Do you know? Oh, definitely the bowl. Yeah, the bowl was nice. I'd say the Blood Angels Red is still okay as well. Um, and then there's a Flesh Terrors Red. I, I think again. Uh, look, the the show stealer, I think, is definitely that imperial fist. I think that is <sighs> yellow is a pain to paint, and I think anyone yeah. who wants to save time will take any shortcut they can get. And I think this in particular is a wonderful shortcut, and will get you a really good effect. And moving on from like, yeah, moving on from painting yellow as quickly as possible, which again is mostly a good thing. I um I would say though, gents, what has again new models, very exciting. That's also um recently we've had the sneak peek at an angry Ron um in demon form. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Looks incredible, let's be honest. The price is gonna be incredible too. Where we live. <laughs> it's an incredible model. <laughs> Perhaps a price to match. Incredible Hulk is sad. I um I think it's it is a very good depiction of what you think he would look like. Because uh, it's on Saturn Iron, that's him on the front cover, right? Yeah. Yeah, because that's that's real cool, let's be honest. Yeah. Right. What's funny about Saturn Iron is um a spoiler alert is uh I don't think that, that image actually even happens. Um, so that's a bit awkward. Out of the um, Siege of Terror books, that's the only one I'm currently reading. Oh, that mine? Yeah, I've, I've I've skipped the other ones and went straight to that because Dan Abnett. <laughs> Sat nine is a goodie. It takes you on a it. Um, it's a journey so far. It answers a couple of burning questions that you didn't realize that were burning questions. It does answer a couple. Um, yeah, it's. It is a it's a wonderful read. I I have read some more of the um, uh, Siege of Terror books, and they are they're a wonderful addition back into the Horus Heresy um, without having to go back through all the other books. Because um, the first one again sets you at the Siege of Terror, and then there's, I think there are five books in five or six books in um, six Warhawker six. Yeah, Warhawk. Because Mortis was five, um, and uh, the. Uh, I think the next one might be Aaron Dembski Bowden, which I am because Dan Abner ends it. Thoroughly looking forward to that. the The ending will be, I don't know, it will be, it will be a very interesting book. That one, um, I think any uh, anybody that gets into the hobby learns pretty quickly how the, how the things in forty k learn come to be. Um, but that is, it's iconic. I would. I would not like to take on that task myself <laughs> to write 
the ending of uh, the Horus Heresy and the beginning of the, the 41st millennium and all its struggles. No, thank you. For sure. The... We have had, though, I will say this, with the new Horus Heresy, we have had the re-release of a lot of models, but in plastic. And I Which is amazing. For me, that has, that's a game changer. Picked um, interest as well. I have, yes, I have, I have loved some of the work that Forge World has done over the years, but them building tanks uh, in resin uh, has <laughs> often been a toaster. Uh, <laughs> it's often been problematic. They're, they're flyers, they're the tanks, the bigger things. I, I don't ever think I, I understand why they're built in resin. Don't get me wrong, um, because you know, it costs a lot to make a plastic um, version of kits and. And costing and uh but let's uh, the old uh, having to reform the plastic uh, fine cast that they actually send me um is not is never a fun task i know my um uh, my my flyer that i got from forge world that suffered because of it i um i put that in the uh it's just too much work pile for a long long long, long time um the chassis was was bent to all yeah. and I, <laughs> it was maybe uh, it was it stuck in the wall for too long and i was just so scared of messing it up that i kind of i kept pushing it away um and then once you get it together you, you have to strap so many rubber bands to it that you're afraid you're going to warp it again so well um, in saying that i do actually have an interesting so i know someone who purchased that new heresy tank the kratos i think it's called yeah yeah one that's like 200 mm -hmm. australian dollars yep Opened it up. They had two right sides. Oh, what a win! GG, right there. What a win! Oh, <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that out there. Because they're so the what is amazing about Games Workshop is the customer service. If they're if they do give you a um a dud, the they're really good at making it right. So yes, they are. His old mate got half of a half a Kratos for a um for terrain the, the <laughs> new god of war terrain. that's all i mean free terrain <laughs> <laughs> um anything else in the world of hobby that's exciting you gentlemen the new marvel, marvel tabletop crisis. game yeah crisis marvel protocol crisis looks amazing um i uh i have looked over with a little bit of um interest x-men i am um, I, I've also been keeping my ear to the ground with the um, with the Star Wars. Um, yep. They've yep. got got a couple of new starting sets. Um, I think that are coming, if not very very soon. Uh, so the five oh first with Anakin, uh, but also there's the um, there's the mercenary uh, legion. Uh, okay, a grouping with uh, Darth Maul. So there are a couple of couple of get going sets, which is very exciting um i'm excited to see where star wars go with legion um obviously it's another one of those ip that has so much to work with um just like marvel so they're, they're a bit like a bit of a later comers to the tabletop gaming but there's some really exciting stuff there i think the benefits of both of those is the model count appears to be much lower i believe it's f uh 10 and you can mix good and evil together. Yeah, see, part of me loves which that. Which is weird. 
Yes, I like it and don't like it as well. <laughs> Jermaine, how do you about how do you feel about crossing the streams? You know, Magneto with Gambit just chilling, just chilling, having a good time. Him and Wolverine put, it, put their put their problems aside. Jermaine, him and Wolverine. <laughs> too much purple. Hey, could you imagine it? Like it's just like instead of throwing other metal metal objects, he just throws Wolverine at his enemies, and Wolverine's cool with it because he's going to survive anyways. Yeah. I regenerate. He just yeets him. Yeet. Claws out for Humbo. Some out of distance because of yeet. Magneto's special ability. <laughs> um, that's probably my main ones for the what's new in the hobby. I, I feel like there's always a lot, and we'll try and to not make these segments particularly too long. Uh, but I feel like right now is it's huge we've had we've been blessed spoiled, yeah pretty spoiled over the last month and a half i would say um tabletop gaming i think is in especially in in the time that we've we've all been in it uh it's come a long way we've we've got a lot of games to choose from um i didn't even mention the uh there's always new stuff in the game of thrones um song of fire and ice so that's that those models look also look amazing. Um, I, I for one, am also a strong backer of Kickstarter, much to the detriment of my wallet. I have many a Kickstarter game um, that would also need a coat of paint. So um, I, feel, I find um, also, Jermaine, actually, now that I've tracked myself, there's a miniature game, but it's got um, it's based around horror movies. Ooh, that sounds right up my alley. Yes, yeah. I, c- I can't remember names. I'll catch it up to you, and I'll catch it up to our listeners as well. I can't remember the name if you're a horror aficionado. Um, yeah, so there's it's it's very much set around like those kind of classic horror tropes as well, um, and it's got a lot of those like Freddy but not Freddy characters, um, mm-hmm. not Jason characters. So, um, I'll ah, so figure out the name. for the latest season of Stranger Things then. Yeah, look, I, I'll figure it out and I'll, I'll, I'll flick it your way and see if that's something you're interested in. Maybe maybe we'll have a look at that one as well. Um, I think we might... might I'll say the one more, uh, one more thing. Me? I was, was going to say, did anyone catch the, the new gameplay trailer for Blood Bowl 3? Negative. I didn't. What, what did and you think, Jermaine? Uh, I, I'm definitely going to be purchasing that. All right. It, it, and what, it's We're talking about uh, computer. Yeah, uh, PC, um, PlayStation, PlayStation, and Xbox. Yeah. yeah, I love Blood Bowl. I yeah. love particularly Blood Bowl in um, in tabletop form because I have explained on many occasions, Blood Bowl is not about winning. No, no, no. It's about keeping the yeah, no. team alive so you can actually play another match with them. Um, I am a huge fan of games that. Don't reward the power gamers. And I feel like Blood Bowl, with its absolute random dice rolls, can cut you to shreds. Ooh. It doesn't matter how good your your group is. Um, all it takes is a couple of uh, unfortunate dice mishaps and away you go. I have one thing to add, by the way. Oh, yes. Because it's, it's, it's a pretty big hobby thing. Oh, The new Necromunda stuff. It's come out recently within oh, the huge. last month. How did, how did I miss that? That's so um, I, I, I remembered because, you know, I'm coincidentally painting some Necromunda. And 
having vehicles in it and like with the new rules having vehicles that actually move so they move along and you gotta like yeah. take initiative tests and stuff or you actually fall off the moving target and you can like it's you know die it? it's yeah ash waste yeah ash waste. it's it's really cool like but it brings a different dynamic and whatnot and the new box set was very good value that wraps up what's new in the world of hobby and we'll be back to talk about the primark Lads, it's time to talk about it. The big event for this episode one, the Primarchs. The Horus Heresy is back. The Primarchs are back. Let's talk about them. Let's level them out. Let's rank them. I know, I know. That sounds a bit heresy-like, but let's do it. Let's rank the useless ones and the good ones. And I'm sure as a group, we can come to the conclusion that the only one worth having is Russ. Knew it. Knew it was going to happen. I gave it about an extra 40 seconds, but here we are. <laughs> no, no, I will be impartial. All right. Let's, we're going we're gonna to break it down. All right. We're going we're gonna to have a look, have a little bit of a look. I, for one, um, I think it would be best of us to start at the models. I think that's the simplest way to have a look at a bit of it. Hopefully, you guys feel as I do about the models. I doubt it. I feel like a lot of the 412 models are fantastic models. I, um, there are very few that I just don't like. I just... Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think they've done a wonderful job of most of the models. I think some are harder to execute than others. Well, we'll have a look. We'll see if we can um, come to a fair and just arrangement. So, uh, Drew, how about you? how about you go first? How about you let me know your <laughs> the worst favorite or oh. least favorite model in the Horus Heresy range? Uh, so my least favorite Primarch. Yep. Ranking in at eighteenth mm-hmm. is Gilliman. Really, Gilliman? He's the eighteenth. Here's why. Oh, okay, this ought to be good. <laughs> his pose just seems very generic for whom he you know is supposed to be like you, you read little snippets and things about him and and how you know he's real calculated and he's very generic <laughs> it sounds like he's perfectly his his character he's, he's a space marine dude he's a glorified accountant Mm-hmm. With a sword and a fist, yeah. And let's both get what, the job done. Well, what better way to do it than to just have him there, standing there, holding his scabbard and pointing his sword out, going, "I'm an accountant." Like, I, I like that model. He's supposed to be the hero of the Imperium, <laughs> and it's just it. so bland. It annoys me. It's so him. Jermaine, weigh in on this one. Oh man, I'm I'm a hundred percent Drew on this one. Oh, um, come on. <laughs> We're not even... What I love about this is, this is, this is unfair account, James. So, are, Jermaine, are you giving Gulliman the 18th as well? Oh, your mate. your favourite model. Uh, look, it... I, I, you know, personal reasons, you know, I want to say Horace, but that's just... You know, so. <laughs> I was going to get real first. 
<laughs> personal reasons, I just think uh, one of the great, one of the better models of the series is shit. Yeah, yeah. That that, that would be me you know, with my yeah. anger towards killing my. I'm gonna my need you to look past it. your lineage. Just, just yeah, I know. No, that is by its scope. Be, Come on, buddy. And that is pretty much why I am gonna go with Robert Gurley, man. Ah, oh, um, you are a rubbish. Bitch of a lot. All right, so you two bullshit munchers because you're both wrong, <laughs> and I don't have the fourth to balance this one out. My least favorite model is Logar. Fair, and let me explain why. His face is so bad. I hate his face. It's so bad. Um, ladies and gentlemen, if you have a chance to have a look at the uh, Forge of Models, I would definitely skip Logar. Uh, do not bother. Um, the armor is not bad, I, I, and I actually like the pose, but his face does my head in every time I look at him. Cannot stand it. It um, does look like an eighty-year-old bullshit. Yeah, right. Yeah, and like, I think like face-wise, he was supposed to look the most like the emperor, and like, I hope the emperor doesn't look like that because he's, <laughs> he's looking very, very under the weather. I um, I don't like the base. The, the base itself, it, I get the thematicness of it. But I don't, I don't think it offers much that way. That's fair. All right. Fair, just, fair. just what one thing I want to say about Gilliman. No, no, you cannot. Clearly, this is the worst model. But just, I, like, I've actually seen the real Forge World model in person, and the detail and stuff on the model itself is really good. I just really dislike the pose, and that's why he is my 18th. That's it. <laughs> well, he's not the master of the 18th, and you should know that. Um. <laughs> Lads, all right. Hopefully, we can get a little bit more decorum back into this. Drew, give me. No oh seven. boy, it's going to be a massive controversy. You ready? Is it? Probably. <laughs> For my seventeenth, I have Horace. Really? All right. I don't want to tell you all the ways that you're wrong. But Just. I I've actually seen this model in person as well. And it is, it's it's quite, like, the armour and everything is real good. However, I I have the same posing problem that Gilliman has. Like, he's supposed to be the war master, you know, the, the cool of the cool, and he's just up there surfing a big rock. Like uh, It's a giant eagle of the Imperium. Don't, don't, tell, don't tell me that. <laughs> that. That staircase is a work of art on its own. Is that the stairway to the heresy? Oh, but mate, it is a fantastic <laughs> stairway then. It is a really good stairway. Um, I, I, oh, okay. No, I'm just rejecting that one. No, no, no. <laughs> You're wrong. Things go say to me on a regular basis. I just... I, 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 I'm not, I'm not, Ladies and gentlemen, please disregard <laughs> Drew's last comment. <laughs> Surely he's wrong. Jermaine, find me a more fitting... The 17th? The 17th. Oh. I'm scrolling up. I'm looking at him right now. Just, just, yeah. just scrolling on up and down. Yeah. <sighs> just point out the first one that, like, the least interesting. Come on, man. There is, I've got my 17th locked and loaded. I'm, I'm going to say similar similar reasons as uh, I agreed with Roberto Gurley, man. Uh, is actually going to be Rogel Dawn. Really? 
Nice. The Dawn Man. I, I, look, I'm getting the impersonation. You guys don't like people standing on platforms. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they showing off for? That's like, <laughs> just who they are. Oh, look, I can climb up a rock. That is, is, is a harsh thing <laughs> out here. Why is it so big? <laughs> because it's storm and it's, it's amazing. It's a chainsaw. Oh, no, but why look, is the whole base that big? It's as big as a pizza. It's very dawn, though. It looks like it, he looks immovable. Fair. Like when you have him in the smaller set, he does look better on a, you know actual base, he's, in my opinion. He is very, yeah, it's. it's it, the model itself, I feel, carries such a weight of presence. Um, all right. I, look, Jermaine, you, you gave me an opinion. I'm going to shit all over it. Unlike the highest one, I think that one's just plain wrong. My number 17 is Angron. Angry, Angry Ron. Ron has not aged well. Angry mm. Ron has not aged well. I own this one. Um, it was like It was the very first model released. In the Primax range, um, I just I don't hmm. I just don't think if you if you look at a lot of the other Primarchs, it just doesn't carry that same je ne sais quoi. Um, it's it's it doesn't yeah it doesn't do it for me. Lads, thoughts, comments. I I have him uh, quite a bit higher. Really. Personally. Okay. I can't spoil why. Yeah, yet. all right. No, no, no. no. Same, so, same reason I shit all over your Horace comment. I so I'll, I'll say nothing now until it comes around right. to me. Jermaine, how, how do, you, do you feel I judge the, uh, the particular model unfairly? Mm, I'm looking at it again. I wouldn't say it's unfair. <laughs> it's down there for a reason, all right? It's in the bottom five because I've... Because I, uh, I mulled it over and, uh, yeah, I, I find I, I grouped a lot of these when I was first looking at them. I grouped them into, like, groups of five. I, I grouped, like, a, a bunch into the top tier. I was, like, Good, bad, like, medium. Some of, the, some of the best models. And then I kind of adjusted them based on how I felt about each one of them. Nice. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so the, the bottom three, they were, like, they were really the, the ones that I felt like didn't invoke anything in me. Um, I feel... I, I'll go to number 16, but, but th- my number 16 was Mortarian. And I don't, uh, and those um, listening, please don't judge me on the fact that I'm a loyalist, all right? It's not because all these players, these particular primates are traders, it's because their particular models don't overwhelm me. I don't, um, I somewhat, and I feel like the reason why Mortarian's down here is because he's the Captain Tycho model. Is almost better than the Mortarian model, and that kind of like that really doesn't serve the Mortarian model very well. Gents, thoughts on my sixteenth pick, Mortarian. All right, I'll go. I I think that's very fair. Mortarian is actually fifteenth for me. Oh, very close. Okay. So very close. Yep, and. The problem that I have with that model is 
similar thing, I think the pose could have been a little bit more dynamic in a way. Like, I don't know. I just... A dynamic character, though. Well, the problem is, is like in 40K with his Demon Prince form, it's yeah. like an, an incredible model. And then you look at that model and you're like, yeah. oh, is that all we get? Yeah, look, I don't think... It's hard because that's it's a really hard assessment of, of yeah. a Primark versus a Demon Primark. The Demon Primarchs, obviously, they're so fantastical. Um, they've and the year these, difference yeah, when they came out as these, well. All these other but, elements. I, I feel like the sculptor here, and it's nothing against... I, I think they've stayed very true to the, the character, but visually, for me, it hasn't... It's not as appealing. Yeah, it's just... He's just another model to me. He's not. He's not special in any way, shape, or form. Jermaine, uh, your sixteenth. How do you? How do? How, how, how do you feel? Oh. Who did? Who did? Who did drop down in your last buckets of the barrels? Yeah, Timothorian definitely there, but um, he wasn't through everything. I'm, uh, essentially, what I'm doing is I'm looking at it and waiting to see what grabs me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. More no, I get that. Very, the co- I don't know if it's the colour. It's a very bland model. It, look, yeah. that's part of the colour scheme. Um, yeah. The, Boring. The models, <laughs> like all Primark models, the, the, the models themselves are, are amazing sculpts. It's just uh, there are sometimes elements of it we just don't like, like little guy's face. Well, it looks like he's trying to start a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's trying to start a lawnmower business. <laughs> cutting down heresy one tree at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cutting down psychers. What's that? I'm going to become a psyker. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> All right, we'll wrap, wrap, we'll wrap back around to you, Jermaine. 16. Yeah, I'm going to stick with the Mortarian. Oh, you're going to stick with the Yeah. Right, good. Knew I could wrap him around to that one. You're an idiot <clears throat> model Mortarian. Take that. No, no. no. There's <laughs> <laughs> You're up, Drew. <laughs> so, as I just said before, Mortarian was my 15th. So, for my 16th, yeah. I have Perturabo. Perturabo. That's look, harsh. Look, I... Harsh, but fair. I'm, I'm not 100% sure if it's a little bit biased because, you know, I'm a Black Templar guy at heart. Mm-hmm, and, you know, you mm-hmm, can't really go too harsh against Dawn. But sort of, sort of a similar thing. I don't really like his posing. Like the stuff from the Heresy and stuff that I've read about him. I would uh, be bigger. Yeah, I like... Yeah. From, from what I've read... Like, yeah, he, he should be bigger. should be more in your face. Like size? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, beefier. And, like, the stuff I've actually read about him, I'm like, I feel awkward now because, like, I sort of don't hate you, even though you're, you know, Iron Warrior flog. But, I don't know. It's just when I look at the model, I just don't go, yeah, I want to buy that. I just look at it and go, what's on the next page? <laughs> <laughs> Who's next, please? <laughs> Thank you, next. Oh, look, he's, he's an Aria the Grandev fan, everyone. I knew you were, Drew. Oh, I do do love a good vanilla latte, Grande. <laughs> um, so, that, that's fine. All right. You know, 
not not top tier. I'll agree with he's he's not top tier. You have you have put him low, and um, your reasons are your own. Obviously, fifteen per year was Martarian. So yeah, that's you know we. I think we're all we're all on the same page around about that one. Number fifteen for me was actually Garvin. He didn't make the bottom three, but he didn't get so <laughs> much further up. I just, I just thought you were very unfair, you two. We're <laughs> chucking him all the way down the bottom. I um, I don't hate this model though. I just, I feel like, yeah, the other those ones at the bottom, I, I feel like they really don't inspire. I think uh, most of the ones above this, like I thought they were like. Of the next tier in themselves, yeah. Yeah, I thought they were. I thought they were something. Feels, and feels. I, I thought Gulliman for me was he. He was. He was nice. He's a, he's a nice model. It, I think it perfectly captures who he is, um, the statesman, um, and he just he leads them to war. He can do war, but it's not his preference. I love the fact that it has writing in the Marvel as well, uh, and I think again, like some. Some models suffer from really bad paint jobs, and I don't think this is one of them. I think he this this model's painted really, really well, um, and I, I thought it was a really good depiction. Jermaine, give me your number 15. Who, who's who's cracking it in here? Surely Lorgar can't get too much higher for you. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a joke. You are a joke, sir. <laughs> number one Lorgar. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> oh, I swear to God, if he's all the way up there, Drew, you and I are going to have a real hard battle. <laughs> how how you can like savage Gulliman's pose and then put Logo up top? Nah, don't rate that at all. <laughs> James, drop me your number fifteen, please. Uh, <clears throat> It was easy for me. Just absolutely just dropping him down the bottom. I was very excited. Doing my head in, that's just gonna be the backstabber. <laughs> it's not even your legion that he's stabbing, all right? It's mine, and I still don't yeah, hate that model. <laughs> I, just, I don't. It's a really nice model, but, mate. It's, it's your it's your list. It's your day. Pick whoever you want to to jot down at number fifteen. Yeah, screw it, Lorga. Yeah, good answer. Yeah, good answer. Take that, Drew. Sucker. Nice. Um, that that's fair. I feel like for all, all the things that we've talked about before, um, I just yeah, I'm not sure. It says it you know sense. they were trying to convey a dark menace, but all I got was bold fact face. Yeah, yeah. I am. Um, oh, it's it's funny because. Is it, there is a, a, a link of spiritualness with the candles and the, and the fire and stuff like that. I just, I don't know. It's a, it's a bit like Law Guy in the series. I feel like he cops a bit fairly early on. Um, number 14. I'm, I'm happy to go first on this one, all right? Because I'm, I'm, 
this was another earlier model, Fulgrim. I think this one's like maybe a little higher than some other people have it because I there is a, a fair bit of flack about his face. I didn't hate it. I actually think the model was really well done, and it's uh it's one of the one of the one of the dioramas ones where you've got you've got obviously Fulgrim on one side and, and the Gorgon on the other. Uh, but I think this was yeah this was a a wonderful piece. I thought the the sword was was fantastic, um, and that he just he strikes me as a uh, as a an in action kind of model where he would be moving and darting and doing doing something fantastical, um, and I I feel like him kind of doing what I would say an unconventional sword swing where it looks like he's about to jump off and flurry his sword. I think it was really well done. Thoughts, gents. Yeah, that's that's fair. Mine, mine, mine's a few little bit lower than yours because we're at fourteen. Oh. oh, okay. But yeah, like everything you just said, I feel nails it on the, you know. Yeah. All right, Jermaine. Like do you I, think I've, like... I've given the uh, the old Fulgrim the fair assessment? The yeah. fairest assessment. Uh, I've actually got him. He's actually technically my next one. Oh, okay. So you you've got him up at like um, thirteen. 13. Okay. Okay. Who you yeah. got at 14 then? Seraph Mammoth. <laughs> he's done the he's done the tour right down the bottom. Um okay. Okay. Look. It's fine. Um, I'm I just... Ferris isn't, isn't feeling too good about it. I um I, I liked Ferris model a little bit more than this one. Um but yeah, look, fine. Uh, Drew, where are you sitting on uh, on your number fourteen? It's it's your favourite, Lorgar. Lorgar, yeah. Knew he couldn't get too much higher. Suck it. I actually had him as 13, but like sitting here and re-looking at some pictures, I changed him and my 13th is Vulcan. I changed them around. Yeah, fair. Um, I, I, so here's the problem with Lorgar. We don't really know much about him, really, because of like what happens to him. So there's not really a lot of fluff to... like get entwined with him and, you know, really feel about him. And his pose is like, it's not terrible in my opinion, like with his hand, like his left hand is sort of like, you know, come at me, bro, sort of thing. And then, you know, rules wise being weapon skill six, cough, he, people come at him and he dies pretty easy, easily. We're not, we're not nice. judging that just yet, but, but I, uh, I, I get you. I, I... But yeah, I mean, same thing. I, uh... He's like a mini Horace is, you know, going up some stairs <laughs> I'm just getting the impression you just don't like stairs. Have you had a really bad, bad time painting stairs? No, I've just fallen over stairs many times. <laughs> arch, arch nemesis. Um, I Logar is fleshed out a lot more in the law, and I, we'll get onto that a little bit later. But um, no, that's that's fair. The model itself is 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 okay. It's uh, but it's just for me. Again, not to not to keep digging on Lorgar, and I feel like, thank God he's out of the way, so we don't have to mention him again. Um, he's just, <laughs> he, he is what he is, and, um, and that's that's fine. Um, obviously, Jermaine's already given us his his number thirteen, which is Old Mate Fulgrim, which is you know, again, not too far off. I think I think for the most part, we as a group, we've been relatively consistent. I think there's only a couple of outliers. Um, 
I put Petarabo at at my thirteen. I I again I I felt the same things that you did, Drew. That he just the model itself. I um his base is gives him a lot of height, but I think it makes him look small. I just um it's yeah it is uh it's not a bad model either. I I feel like his details are wonderful uh and. I don't know. Is, uh, I think it's Forge Breaker that he's got there, which is the stolen hammer. Um, I, I just, yeah, look. Petarabo is Petarabo. His model is, is the same as Petarabo. Uh, it is bland as AF. Petter boring. More like it. Petter, petter boring. <laughs> and I got a new name for you. Hashtag. Get, on, no, get out of my eyesight. <laughs> don't at me in the comments, all right? <laughs> I mean, look, uh, I would love to hear also from the listeners. Um, please, if you've got your list of how, of how you've ranked the, uh, the models, share. I'm happy to, uh, happy to have a little bit of a geese at that. Who you got at number 13, Drew? Uh, Vulcan. Vulcan. Wow, the Lord of the Salamanders has not scored highly in Old Mate's um Vulcan. Interesting. Explain I don't why. I don't really know why, to be honest with you. Like I've seen it in person as well. And like the model itself looks good. Mr. Slee had him, didn't he? Yeah. That's where I saw him. I think and, and that didn't um what the big testament for me from that and probably why I scored him a bit higher is even though um it, the paint job itself was so so, the model still looked very, very good. I um, I was really impressed about how well it stood up. Um, I just, I, I dig the size of it, his grandeur. Um, yes. And he just, he looks, yeah, he looks like he's about to smash someone seven ways from Sunday. I think. So, so to answer the question, why he's so low? Yeah. Because I haven't read as many heresy books. Like I haven't really read anything that he's done yet. Or how he acts with like certain primarchs and things. So I don't have that like connection with how he actually uses a person because that all like would change my perspective on him. Mm-hmm. Like I've only read the first five Heresy novels plus Legion, like half of Thousand Sons and Crimson King. Yep. And just some other Nick like bits Kime and pieces there. Does, um, does yeah, the Salamander series. Like I've got them, I just haven't read them. Yeah, um, they aren't, and maybe we'll cover some of the books in the future. Uh, they aren't the what I would call the easiest to read. Um, Jermaine, have you read any of Nick Kime stuff? No, I don't think I have yet. Yeah, look, he. It's not for me. His writing style doesn't doesn't like inspire me to absolutely keep going. I um, I uh, find myself like reading a chapter and putting it down, <laughs> not like, not like some books where I just like I'll read a chapter and I'll be like, how many how how many more pages can I get in before I can justify reading the end of this next next chapter before I go to bed? Um, I um, hmm. we we'll, we'll, yeah we'll, look, fair if you if it Vulcan has some some cool moments, but obviously being one of those again one of those primarchs that's taken out the Horus Heresy, um, pretty early. Uh, he ha- he only has a, a quite a little cameos, um, cool cameos, but uh, we'll 
probably discuss those later at a later date. All right, so, so what, what are you trying to say? You're trying to say that Nick Kime is kind of a waste of time. Nick Kime is not a terrifically interesting <laughs> writer. Um, writer. Savant. I, I, I don't feel like the Salamanders uh, fan base has benefited from having most of this stuff written by him. I don't particularly Interesting. Like yeah, okay. I don't particularly like any, uh, any one Legion being written by one person. Because I feel like that's a very singular event. And I love um, different takes on it. I, I'm a big fan of like... Um, like my Wolves in the Heresy, they, um, they get written about a little bit by a whole lot of authors. And I love the little takes of it. Um, yeah, there's, there's some wonderful stories in there. Um, but certain lenses, I, th I feel like I, um, I, I feel closer to. If that's fair. Very fair. Hmm. All right. Um, is that all of our number 13s? Yeah. Oh, Lisa. Yeah, yeah. 12. All right. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Uh, number 12. Uh, who wants to go first? Who wants to jump all over this grenade? Oh, boy. I guess I will. Okay. Go on. It's Russ. You bitch. <laughs> I jumped straight on that grenade. <laughs> just, uh, how dare you? Explain All right. yourself, please. So, so here we go. I swear to God, Jermaine, if you're, if you're about to drop off as well, I'm going to find you both. No, go on. Please explain yourself. I don't hate it. Okay. The model itself is like, it's not bad. Okay. It's not bad. The, okay. the, the base itself is a little bit weird. Uh, but the thing that... It makes plenty of sense. The, the thing that gets, gets me the most... Is you got to buy his wolves separately? <laughs> what? So I'm I'm I am ranking him lower. I asked you to rank the Primarchs on their their models, not the, not the addition of his wolves. Hear me out. No, hear me out. That's an unfair assessment. When Wait. when you're a Primarch of the wolves, don't you normally have your wolfy bodyguards with you? Uh, look, some, but most of the time you would. In in saying that, that is so. Air quote low for me. Yeah, that's, that's um, him and Magnus, like Diorama, is like one of my favorite things ever. Yeah. Like it looks so cool and dynamic, really deposing when they actually fight each other. Like it's it's really awesome. But as a standalone thing, you just like, I mean, yeah, he's got a cool looking sword and he's you know got his teeth showing like Wolverine and stuff. Like, all right, not bad. His axe for me when he first came out was the biggest surprise. Um, I, Could be his I paint job too, maybe. I don't know. That, I hadn't pictured him with the axe. Like his but shield on his it. back and stuff looks real good. I, but oh, the shield on the back looks very good. <laughs> the shield on his back's amazing. The, the 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 most disappointing about the shield on his back is it doesn't it doesn't have a profile for it. it doesn't use it. Um, same for like he's missing a profile for his spear. Oh, give me those forge worlds if you're out there. If you're quietly having a cheeky listen. Uh, on your lunch break, um, I need those in my life. Um, I'm 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 off. I'm off this uh, this your pick for number twelve, Drew. I'm am done with you for now. Uh, <laughs> Jermaine, please restore a bit of decorum. And don't you dare tell me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't have him there. He's eleven. <laughs> um. 
I actually have yeah. Uh, Vulcan is my next one. Oh, okay, okay. So, you, you, hmm. is it close is to me? There, yeah. Did you? How do you feel about the model? Because <laughs> for me, it's harder now. All right. Because once I start getting up higher, higher, it was I found it harder and harder to to kind of. It was I was spit I was splitting hairs rather than like I thought they were leagues apart. Yeah. No. I, I just I don't know. It, it's a little what Drew said. It's just something about it I just don't like. Okay. I can't put my I can't put my finger on it. It's coming across as real racist. That's all. Yeah, yeah. You too. Disgusting. <laughs> um, I would uh, I would assume that you two would uh, have better you know better breeding than this. Um, but that's fine. <laughs> you, you, you you've chosen Vulcan. I um I, I Jermaine I went in in a different direction. I chose one of the palest men I could find, and I didn't rate Conrad Cruz. <laughs> I didn't rate Space Batman. Are you um, kidding? Yeah, no, not kidding even for a bit. Listen to me, uh, Captain Nemo. Um, this model is good, but doesn't deserve to go any higher. How dare you put this on the same rung <laughs> down as, with Russ? How dare you? This this the cruise model the curse model is um is in no ways even comparable to Russ. Russ is so much better than that. And I feel like again, I'm only getting half hung off on that because I know what your pick was at this number. Um the curse model is good, but again, it's You say Corax or Kurz? Kurz. Still, are you kidding? Conrad Kurz, Lord of the Night. Okay. Yep. Um, which you know I'm happy to spoil for you because just above this is uh, Korax. For me, he uh, he he chunked in at my number eleven. I um again, my justification for this space Batman. I get it. Like you know, you're standing on a building. I feel like the hardest part for me is how do you capture his dynamic fighting style because he doesn't fight fair. He uses misdirection. He uses shadows and and. In in a way that's so different from Korax, where Korax can kind of use his his gifts to kind of not be seen, whereas the Kurz is is constantly trying to make an example of you. Um, it's tough. I just yeah, I don't. Know. I just don't go in for all the skull duggery that he uh he's got and the skin capes and stuff like that. I, just, I think that's juvenile um, at best. Go ahead, Drew. Make your comments. Fire away. Well, <clears throat> you're allowed to be wrong. Nah. It's fine. But I'm right on this one. You'll have to live with that. Jermaine, do you think I've been harsh? Well, I, I do have him high on myself. Oh, okay. Good. That's, that's, that's just because he has the you know, vampiric look to the face and the, every part of his armor looks like it's designed to hurt. Oh, I mean, look. He's got very detailed armor, but in saying that, they've all got very detailed armor. So, like, you know, where are you really going to go from there? Um, that's fine. We'll bounce into my number eleven because I'm sure with your with you two not picking him yet, we're going to bounce back into that. As I've already revealed, my Corax. boy Corax, yeah, Corax. Why? Why would I pick him down down at number eleven? Why do you think? Why do you think that is, gents? I think because you hate good models. No. <laughs> Because flying models are hard. They are hard to execute on. 
I think all, as well as that is like what I I get that it's a huge part of that piece, but that pi- him him pistoling someone in the um in the chest, absolutely disintegrating him. While I love the fact that the Sons of Horus. version of Forge World is a son of Horus, I I would have preferred the earlier uh, Korax where he had the two lightning claws because I thought that version of him was mint. And I feel like this model, um, I don't know. Maybe he has claws different. on the other side of the weapon. Pardon? He has claws on the other side of his pistol. Yeah. But I don't need a pistol out. I don't want, I don't want a pistol out. Oh, you, you don't want his pistol showing? No. Ah, oh, okay. And it's it's a huge part of the, like, the diorama, the piece for him. Huge part of it. So that's what that's my justification, for number eleven. I just uh, his his face though is his his face is not done terrifically, and I feel like that's yeah that's always going to be a hard one, a hard sell. The hair is suffers from what I would call the uh, Fulgrim, Corax, and Sanguinius issue, where those models in motion. I don't think I think Russ Russ for being in motion, his hair is. Is fantastic. I think it, it captures that really, really well. I think that's helped by the braiding, kind of like his. I agree with that. Yeah, hundred um, percent. But yeah, that's that's kind of why he sits down there for me. And <clears> obviously, Eleven's <throat> not not crap shooting out. Just um, just not as high up as some of the other models. That obviously, I've got a, a bit of a bit of a different taste for than you, gentlemen. Um, Drew, go ahead. Save number eleven for yourself. What is it? Fulgrim. Fulgrim. Okay, fair, fair. I, well, again, I, I rated him lower, but again, he suffers from the same issue that I just mentioned. Well, pr- pretty much everything you said earlier about him, like he's got a real nice sword, his armor and everything. And the after the reading, like after actually finishing Fulgrim, like maybe two months ago or so, mm-hmm. I think the way I like imagined him in my head... And like the artworks and stuff that I've seen of him are different than what his actual model turned out like. Yep. Like I think they had a missed opportunity and could have made him way cooler. That that could have been because I don't know how early that model came in. He was like, never cool. <laughs> like when did he come out? Was he one of the like first five that they did? I think he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, so that's probably part of the reason. But uh, yeah, I mean, Ron, him and um, Gorgon. Yeah, which is yeah. Again, that's that's a fair. That's fair. Jermaine, your number eleven, please. Fulgrim. Fulgrim. Fuck all right. Nice. All right. Well, golf claps all around, lads. Fulgrim. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. I'll, that's fine. I'll. We're into the top ten. This is. This is. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The, the game shifted a bit. It's come very personal. <clears throat> um, my ten, just. The, of the the old guard is the the one surviving was Ferris Manus. I put him in at number ten. There is with his backpack when you assembled him, you could do you could change so many of the the things on the back. Having that like flexibility so so early on with the Primarchs was pretty cool at the time. I love his metal hands. I love the detail around that. I love the the swinging motion. There's a grim determination on his face. I really rated the model itself. 
that's I think the reason why he's down here as well because I think the artists learn so much um, as they were making the Primarchs that they just continually got better and better. But I thought this was a for sure. The this this particular model was a fantastic entry. Lads, thoughts? I'll I'll go. I actually have him a little bit lower down. And that is... Mainly because of... Actually, after reading Ferris and like seeing how... Uh, sorry, after reading Fulgrim and seeing how Manus actually... Like, I really like him as a character. Because like, I've never, ever liked Iron Hands, ever. But then after like finishing Fulgrim and seeing how, yeah, he, you know... Was. Made me really respect him and like the things that he did and whatnot and that's what made me actually rank him higher yeah it was no nonsense and i, I actually quite like his pose yeah. like I, after finished reading the book and like how he's you know very headstrong in battle and you know swinging and stuff like his pose is one of the better ones that actually picks his, his diorama-esque character yeah. within the smaller base like look at him man he's, he's not a big i'm a 74 foot base dawn needs like his base is two-thirds smaller or so, and it just presents way better, in my opinion. Okay. Fair. Jermaine, any thoughts? Ferris? Yeah, no. That's, I had him a lot lot lower, obviously, but... Um, mm, yeah, no, nice. I definitely can agree with those, yeah. Mm, all right. All right. Gents, one of you, give me your number 10. Let's, um, let's see what cracked yours. I'll let J Train go 10. Lehman Ruff. You bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. (laughs) What is this heresy? (laughs) No, I, um, I I, like to say, I do like the model itself, but, um, there's just a couple, like, like I say, I would have preferred seeing with an axe. He did. Rather than. He did have an axe. He had an axe and a sword. He's got them both. <laughs> not, not the big combo can act. Uh, what are you talking about? You sure you're talking about, Ross? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blonde hair. Fabio looking. He's in his <laughs> left hand. I think you need to rotate that one, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a big feature on it. Why would they pick such a shitty picture then? Yeah, look, the 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 model is is fantastic. Um, all right, all right. So you've both given an unfair assessment of my mate, uh, Andrew. Yeah. No, I don't harp on about this. Can you <laughs> Number ten, Dawn. Yes. Dawn. Dawn. I I feel I don't know, like. I, I quite like the Imperial Fists. Yeah. You know, after actually painting a yellow of them, yellow army of them. Okay. I just feel that, yeah, I don't like his pose either. Okay. Like, I, I think it looks cool how they've dynamically posed his, like, cloak, you know, swaying in the breeze and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, him with his massive chainsaw. But to me, like, I, I haven't read enough heresy either to, like, know where it branches out. But. Yeah. I just feel like they could have done something better. But 
because I I have seen Dawn in person as well when I was like I really want to buy that model. Yeah. Like he's actually a buyer, even though he's at my tenth. Like I would like to actually buy Dawn one day. Hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. All right. Number nine, Jermaine, you you kick us off with this one. Number nine, you've got a chance to redeem yourself after it's such a shit pick. <laughs> and number ten, where would you put number nine? The thinking hat is on. Mm. You can hear the the hamsters turning the wheels. I think one of the hamsters fell off. I'm going to go with Khan. The Khan. Okay. Interesting. The Khan, what, the, the last model of the Primarchs released, is yeah. giving him number nine. Okay. Wasn't that ten? No, my ten was rough. Oh, my bad, yep, sorry. Deuce me on, yeah, he's yep, yep, yep. me on number ten, thanks. <clears throat> Anything to bring it back up again, I guess. Um, all right, the Khan. Any any particular reason? I don't, I don't know. It's just I'm looking at it and I'm like, so what? Hmm. Just it's not not a fan. Yeah. All right. That's fair. Drew, number nine, please. Number nine for me. He's actually a Primark I quite like a lot. Yeah. After reading what, quarter of the way through seven nine is Sanguinius. Okay. I am um, just to skip a little ahead. I have him at eight. Sanguinius. Nice. I, um, I again, I feel like the this this model is really hard to do. I yes. Think he looks fantastic when you get when you had the demon, the demon base, which was an extra. Um, without the demon base, it can look somewhat confusing. Because he's con like he's the pose is stuck in that that downward. Um, I do like that the the base had um, sorry the model itself had the two options between the weapons. Jermaine, I thought they they did they did sanguineous solid on that one. Um, that you could have either the blade in combine or the cholesterol. I I would like to point out I didn't put him as ninth because it's the ninth legion. Oh okay, but. Just a happy coincidence. It is, happy coincidence. But same thing, like his base seems extremely underwhelming. Like he's such a big model and his base is real small. Yeah. Like why is he not in Dawn's base? Like Well no, that's only because of like the like if you get the the full if you got the full extended base when he's released, he's literally just about to like clamp his hand around a demon's horn and shove a spear or sword through it. Because yeah, forty mil base. Yeah. But yeah, from Saturn Iron, like he's a total badass, and I recommend it if you uh, want to want to read some good stuff about Sanguinius. Hundred percent. Oh look, there's a lot of good stuff about Sanguinius in, in those and Dawn and mm. the Demon Primarchs and Horus and the constant jerking off of Abaddon. Um, yeah, okay, cool. My number nine it was actually Alpharus. Uh, get out of here! No, nah, shut your mouth. You don't get to talk shit to me. You're gonna rate Russ so low and. Put this, uh, it's not dynamic, it's backstabbery, which uh, 
could they uh, could they depict the character any better than what he was? Um, I guess it's it's just it's a static model. It, it, like the spear is 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 great looking. The I think they've done a really nice job in the armor with all the scale plates, but that's not overly like it's 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 detailed, but it's not any more complex than what they've done for the other Primarchs. I feel like the other Primarchs kind of have a little bit more going on because all their plates aren't actually like the same. Um, but no, well, overall it's it's a good model, but it's not like I don't know. It's it's half it's really half a Primark though, isn't it? We're looking at half a Primark here. <laughs> True. If anything, if I was judging it fairly, it should be coming at number eighteen. Um, you can't you can't put half a Primark and get full marks. That's if you could see my face at that eighteen comment, wow. <laughs> it's just not it's just not fair. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, well, I've already given my my eighth, uh, which was Sanguinius. Jermaine, who 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 cracked into eight for you? I'm going to say. With who? I said I'm going to say, and then I stop. Because <laughs> I lost my, pa- lost my page. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Drew? Angron. Angron. How did he get up this high? Wait, which, which coincidentally isn't because, you know, eight is the number of corn. Cough. How? How did he get up this high? I actually like it. Like, I think his pose is really well done. And, like, how it's got the models dying around him, it looks really well done. So that's why he got up higher for me, mm-hmm. personally. I have That's one of the Primarchs I don't think I've actually seen in person. So seeing it in person might change my mind about that. Um, that's, that's about it, really. Like, we know he... He's really aggressive, always attacks. It's mm-hmm. just angry every time. And I think they've yeah. really captured it really well with that sculpt. Yeah, they've captured a mad lunatic. Doesn't make it great, though. All right, so that's fine. Jermaine, have you regained your spot? I have. All right, excellent. What do you got for number eight? Magnus the Red. Magnus the Red. Mm. All right, this is the first appearance of Magnus, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, okay. Yep, don't really have much else outside of. I don't. <laughs> I it's just like I, this. Was, this do was not agree. Right, this is as high as you go. I mean, I do not scored, agree. He scored too higher than Ross. All right, explain yourself. How do we get to? The, how do we get to that? He looks like a poor man's Jedi. <laughs> that may be yeah. true. I said it. <laughs> Incorrect. Now, well, see, I do like the. Um, the way the way he's using the rock, mm-hmm. like the, that motif, I, I like. Whereas it wasn't something like that for me with Ross. That that's out of his probably the differences there. The uh, the base that they made to connect these two was was very, very it's really good and very cool. Um, it, look, it's a, it's a good model, um, and anywhere in the top ten is probably fair. Um, obviously me and Drew have him a bit higher. Uh, mm. mine number seven was the Khan. Uh, he... Solid. 
Yeah, look, he seven's still a fantastic number. I thought uh, the the model itself was depicted wonderfully. Um, I thought the pose itself was okay. Um, again, he's the Khan's another one of those, those ones where you kind of expect him um, to be more in motion. Uh, their their heritage is a bit interesting when they've written about them. It feels like very Mongol, but also very samurai. They kind of switch between the two. Um, I feel like they're very lucky. To, to be written about so fondly by Mr. Chris Wright. Um, but the model itself is is, is a wonderful exhibition. I think if you paint this model by numbers, um, and that's literally just simple base coats and just a washer or something like that, I feel like it would still look fantastic um, with a very simple paint job. And a, it's a real testament to the sculpt. It's a, it's a wonderful model. Very, very well. Like, I actually have him as sixth. Oh, okay, so, okay. Who, very who, close. Who, who'd you nuzzle in it? Who, 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 who beat him out? Um, who, 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 who'd he beat? Just for the... His little cloak and weapon. Yeah. Got seventh oh. was the lion. The lion, okay. Helmeted or non-helmeted? <laughs> I'm going to have a big rant about that soon. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, stay tuned for that. All right, excellent. But, yeah, I think, like, similar thing with the other things I've said before, like, I haven't really read that much about Dark Angel-esque stuff, so maybe mm -hmm. if I did, he might be higher or he might be lower. Yeah. I am about halfway through the Primarch series novel, Luther. Okay. That's a very interesting read from where I am at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, having the helmet and non-helmeted, like, it's very, very good. Yeah. His pose is, you know, quite action-y as well, and having, you know, the Night Lords coming up to attack yeah. him is, is cool. Like, that's an actual base with purpose. Yeah. Looking at you, Dawn. <laughs> and Gilliman. Yeah, look, again, like, there are no, like, once, once we're up, like, kind of this this far up, it's, there are no real losers. Um, with, with she make the top ten. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah unlike some um, some who didn't make <coughs> the top ten. Yeah. Um, Jermaine, uh, number seven. seven. Who you got? Penguinette. Fair? Fair. Feels. Okay, Feels. so you're a Blood Angels fan, Jermaine, and he, he didn't make your top five. Talk yeah. about it. How, how, how much does that sting? Yeah, it it, it hurt. What what did you want? What what did you, what did you want to like? Hmm? I, I'm happy with the like the the you know coming down striking down that yep. you know kind of hit motif type thing. But yeah, it's just a base that really didn't didn't do it for me. Yep. All right. Yeah. Is it the, the the particular choice of that that moment? Um, doesn't capture all, yeah, uh, all the battles that you would put him in. Yeah, fair. Look I, again, like that's a limit of those uh, those with wings um, that they have. You have to incorporate them somehow, and they've they've chosen to make them flying. I think he would look just as good with a, ironically, a more static pose with his wings like out. Uh, I think I don't think you could lose. Um, fair. All right. Number six, I put Dawn. 
Yes, that's right, lads. Dawn. I I love this model. I love this depiction of Dawn. I think it's I think it's wonderful. I, uh, for all the reasons I said before, I think it's I think it's stoic in, in and immovable in in every way, shape, and form. Everything that is Dawn, he is he is he's as exciting as cement. And I think they've captured that so well. But he is so bland. But the model is, is uh, his armor is so regal. Uh, and uh, yeah, I just I think this is a, this is a wonderful depiction of him. That's that's fair. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> you, you dropped it. If, dropped if, if that's what you like about him, then you know I respect that decision. Yeah. All right. Like the points you gave, like that's you know. Something that I didn't think about it in that way, personally. Jermaine, what do you think? Fair? Unfair? Yeah, that's that, that fair. All right. What's your, what's your number six? Um, Lionel Johnson. Lionel Johnson. Lionel so, yeah, Johnson. one before mine. Nice. And ironically, <laughs> yeah, I have nice. number five, lads. So like <laughs> Very good. Like yeah, we're, we're getting closer back. together. Interesting. But it's a real shame. I don't think uh, we're not one of us. Has, we haven't agreed on one model at, at, a, at any particular spot. And Jermaine and I have like, twice. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, with some no, of the higher ups. Have had it, no, all three of us haven't agreed at any. No, not at any stage. So, oh, you're not in our notes channel where we're like, we're not make sure to. you pick this. <laughs> with this, with the ones I've got left, I. I I know that we're not going to. Um, so look, that's that's fair, okay. Mister Johnson yeah, fair. at six. Um, you probably had him for the same reasons that I did, and Andrew did, Jermaine. Um, that you know, obviously, the model is is a nice action pose. Uh, were there stuff that you particularly liked about it for him to get up so high? Very fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew, you're number six? Mine was Khan. Yours was Khan. All As right, we said cool. just before, yeah. And you're number five, Drew. All right, so making the top five. Yes. As we know, mine was the line. So he made my top five. Um, I I know, like, controversy in the uh, the walls and the, and the line feud during the Her- Horus Heresy. Um, but... The model is, is is a wonderful sculpt. Um, it's it's knightly and regal, and it ha- and it conveys uh, a sense of power. The the options that they gave uh, Lionel Johnson with uh, both the swords and the helmet swap out, excellent, both excellent. Um, one second, I can't actually see five on my list. One, two, three. Oh, he didn't put a five. So what have I done? I have eighteen here, and I don't have a fifth here. <laughs> He's left one. By process of elim- elimination, you have to choose one. Hmm. I. But I don't want to help you out too much because I don't want to spoil the top of your list. One, two, three, four. Did you have your number five? While Drew tries to bail himself out of that. 
Uh, my number five. Yeah, I, I'm doing this similar thing to Drew. I'm like, I have lost more where I went with my top five were. Oh, okay. And now, now I couldn't have it written down, so now I'm just trying to remember which ones I said I didn't like. <laughs> oh, useless. Well, a lot of those are, are your Gullimans. Um, have you even said Angron yet, Jermaine? Did, did you say Angron yet? Surely. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I said Angron. Yeah, no. Well, did I disagree with somebody on Angry Ron? Yeah, because we're, we're out on Lorgar. I think we're all done on Angry Ron. We're all done on uh, Mortarium. Um, yep. Gulliman. And Fulgrim is done as well. Fulgrim's out. Pertoro. Lion is now out as well, I think. Um, the Lion, yeah, we've all said the Lion. Conrad Kurz, maybe, Jermaine? I don't think you said Oh, that. that's right. Yeah, no, next is Korax. Korax. Really? He made your top five. Hmm, nice. Yeah, I like I like fly Alright. But, but how do you beat Sanguinius? Is it the metal wings? It's the it, A it's the metal wings and B it's the fact that he's actually hitting somebody. <laughs> like he's coming into the he's, he's coming in there. Whereas with Sanguinius he's just like, hey Him and our Fulgrim <laughs> here and our sorry, uh Forge One, we want simple things. We want men to hit other men. That's right. With rocks. Um, okay, that's fair. Did you did you find your spot, Drew? Did you, did you know Look, you I, did? I'm looking at my thing. There's 18 here. Oh, yeah. And none of the things have been done twice, but I don't have a five for some reason. Yeah, excellent. So, so I, I don't know what's going on there. I'm <laughs> the a little bit crazy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tapping my head for the meme. It, it's I easy. have not. No. All right. So my number um, four was Volk. I love this model. I think it's, again, for the same reasons that I, I said when you came up previously. I think he's really well done. I think that um, the Lord of Drakes is, uh, is a fantastic sculpt and, um, and is very kind to any kind of painter. I just I feel like it's, it's wonderful. My, my only qualm about the model in particular will usually come down to what Tone of green, someone's used for the salamanders, but apart from that, it, the model is the model's great. Um, it's 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 a strength within a strength. I just again, what I love about his particular model is he's looking down. You know, he's like because of how the model's angled, it more often than not he's going to be looking straight, smack bang eyes with, with who he's fighting. Um, the only other ones that he probably won't is those on much loftier bases, but more often not, if he's pounding through infantry, he's staring right at him, which is really cool. Which gent wants to give me their number four? My, uh... Okay, I see what I did here. I have Ferris and the Lion, both at seven in my list. <laughs> So I'll, I'll put Ferris at number five, because I've already said Lion is seventh. I, I actually do prefer Ferris as the posing. So yeah, er, earlier obviously I said I had Ferris as seventh, which is incorrect, I believe. So it should be the Lion. I've got it written here as both. That's my bad. But yeah, like I just really like the pose, and as I said earlier, my my number four was actually Corax. Yes. Okay. Um, so he, got, he, got, he got into your top five as well. I, yeah, like I think he's a really well done model. The base really suits him really well. And I'm about halfway through Deliverance Lost. 
I like. Mm-hmm. I like. I like him as a character and how he can shadow mold, mold even English. Um, yeah. And I, I think, like reading about it and how he is and how they fight and stuff, I think this actually captures the model really well with how dynamic it is with him like jumping down and crushing through. You know, it's like a surprise attack, air quote sort of thing. Yeah. And it works really well. Yeah, okay, cool. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, Jermaine, number four? At Cruise. Really? Mm. Batman made it all the way up to number four for you. Please explain yourself. Oh, I, I like the blood and gore, to be honest with you. You know, I just love the blood and gore. Yeah, I... Degenerates. I've started a yeah. podcast with degenerates. That's the oh. problem here. Just, oh, just, boy. Just, just absolutely, absolutely know your peers is the real issue. All right, no, that's fair. Um, New members next uh, podcast, obviously. Not for everyone, um, <laughs> but, but again, once you get past the, uh, the 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 meat of the rest of the Primarchs, anything in the top is is really going to be very very personal. Um, Drew, do you want to start us off on your number three? Number three the is Big Boy three. Magnus. Yeah, see, I pick Magnus here as well. Um, I like with the Thousand Suns part of Red, the part of Crimson King that I've read about half, say a quarter to a third on both. Yeah, I have read half of the like Primark series Magnus the Red novel, which is really good, and just his dynamic posing. It's simplistic, but like with his hand out and how the rocks are swirling around, like you can really feel the like psychic presence that he brings to the table. Yeah. And low key looks a bit like Magneto. Okay. So that could be a plus or minus, depending on you know how you like your X Men. Yeah. But I like overall a very solid model, and as I said, him versus Russ with the diorama is like one of my favorite pieces of all time. And like, yet, Russ them together is really low good. On your list. Yeah, I just think he fits his theme better. Ah. <sighs> Where, like, Russ is literally like Kate Bush running up that hill, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and that song is a hit. <laughs> Just like Russ is about to hit. Yeah, but he hasn't hit yet. Nah, sorry, mate. That's about to be a backbreaker. <laughs> that bitch is going down. He's about to split that into a thousand souls. Uh, Jermaine, please, number three for you. I sadly oh, yeah? have Horace. I don't hate that. Um, as as anyone who's been playing along at home, if you've been like notching off the Primarchs, you'll uh, you'll have guessed my top two by now. Um, I don't I don't hate that at all, Jermaine. I I feel like that that stance is very defensible. Um, yeah. I get why it's a sad sad moment, but uh, mm-hmm. I think, um, yeah, it's, I get it. Um, just for just for a little bit of a s- excitement's sake, it's going to be hard to to keep them. Uh, any more like secretive between our list. Um, so my, so my my top two, I put uh, Russ as number two. Uh, again, that is a fantastic model. He has been savaged in the books series, and also savaged by my uh, co-host. <laughs> they have given him none of his due. That is a wonderful model and is packed full of flavor. Um, the diorama only adds. As for me naming them what uh, two and three, the diorama only adds more to um, both of them. 
I feel, the Magnus and the Rust model, um, which leaves my top to be Horus. Um, so that's why I can't begrudge you at all, Jermaine. I think Horus, that Horus model is 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 fantastic. I think not the the model itself is 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 exactly how you'd picture Horus to be. He's uh, he's leading by pointing, um, and the base is phenomenal. Um, any Primark put on that base would look look really really good. It's just uh, there is so much to enjoy about that model, uh, and uh, yeah, it's hard for me to say that. <laughs> I just I um, I'm so conflicted about the Horus as a character, but like the model itself is you've got to be. If you are a Sons of Horus fan, um, you're, you've got to be well pleased with what they've been able to give you on the tabletop. That's fair. That's a good analysis. Yeah. You, yeah. Uh, uh, break it down for me. Yeah. You remember? You know, where are you? Top two. two? two, and, uh, my, two third, my third two was Magnus. One, sorry. Two and one. All right. So <clears throat> here comes the debate. Alpharius oh, is my number two. Oh. So, after reading Legion, I love the way how he interacts as a character. You mean the way he gets absolutely uh, the wall pulled over his eyes? Just, just the way how he like misdirects and like how he talks and how they're all secretive, like as Alpha Legion as a whole. But also, the thing that really does it for me is the Primark series model um novel, sorry. Oh, I've read Alpharius yeah. is really good. I, I think and... my, my, my issue with their their law though, and that again that can't be judged on the model. I still read the model well. Um is that he's he thinks he's clever for the sake of being clever. Um sometimes things are so so convoluted um just because the the alpha legion that 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 can't be your defence every time you're gonna do something. Um, but look, all right, you've given that number two. I, so so I, I really like him and, and his oh, pose and everything. I've actually seen it in person as well, like Incredible yeah. Sculpt. The sculpt's amazing. <laughs> um, the thing that annoys me the most Ooh, okay. is it's almost $200 Australian and it doesn't have a flesh head with it. Why does the lion have a flesh head and he doesn't? Oh, he, he, you go like, that's a bit of a reverse though because most of the other Primarchs, don't have a helmet. We weren't all blessed with helmets for our for our models. So here, that Dark Angels of Rigged got you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, um, the the model didn't just get a, a a head swap; it also got a weapon swap as well. It's, it's they've been very generous. Um, some of the models, and this is probably separate to how we rank them. They've obviously been chosen chosen at a point in time, um, hence why so many of the diorama ones are the way they are. Uh, but that's fine. N number one, who so number one, boy. So number one is Kurz. Number one is Kurz for me. What? Please explain okay. yourself, you absolute degenerate. So, same thing as I've said most of this whole podcast. The Primark series novel of Conrad Kurz. That can't be justification. We're judging. Hear, hear me out. Hear me out. It's it really, you and you really it's, enjoyed it. yeah, like the picture of it is really dark and like how he's mentally unstable and how he like attacks people is really gruesome and like really vile and just 
tormentingly bad, let's be honest. And like the way the model looks to me, how like the broken rubble is and his like pose with dead bodies around him and you know, those got the skulls and stuff and his actual cape is made out of the skin of the things he's flayed and eaten and stuff. Like it's it really pictures him well and as Jermaine said, like that vampire esque face and stuff is it fits everything that I've read about him the most out of all the Primarchs. Okay. I um I don't agree, but I don't have to agree. I I, I will um I will defend your right to say it. Um but also you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong, Gerald. Um Jermaine, your top two, please. Good question. Yeah, I'm still working up my page. So I think I've got left would be Perturbo and Angry Ron. No, surely not. I can't, do I. I can't believe it's Perturbo got that high. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I've missed something somewhere. Yeah, yeah, obviously. So by default, Jermaine, what I'm hearing is that Rush should at least be number two. Petra boring. <laughs> <laughs> Made it high. What a joke. <laughs> Do you, you didn't say how far is yet, did you, Jermaine? I don't think you did. No, I did because I made the joke about stabbing the back. Stabbing the back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was about sixth or seventh. Oh. Well, then. It's sort of why it would be handy to have these things written down on hand so I don't lose the pieces. Yeah, well, look. I That's why I've got word open and look how well it worked out for yeah, me. Look, Couldn't find my five because I had two sevens. <laughs> <laughs> the secret strat is actually to do what I did and you just copy the picture over into a Word doc and uh, you can just scroll up as you're going along. Pro plays is what they are. Pro plays, yeah. All right, so look, not a lot of commonality and I think we all lean in very different directions. Uh, I just, I'm sure we've all got our reasons. Look, it's hard to rank a number one overall for any kind of thing. I think at the end, at the conclusion of this, it, it shows that it just takes a personal taste to like a certain range of models. I feel like they've, they've got a certain amount of stoic models. There's some action models. Um, and then obviously there's those, those, those pieces in time, um, which are kind of sealed to uh, certain combat. Uh, some for everyone. Uh, there's beautifully done. A lot of them are um, wonderful, wonderful sculpts um, and incredibly expensive. So I feel like if you're ever picking up a Primark, you're, you're trying to do it every justice you can. Um, and ironically, the sculpts themselves lead themselves to being wonderfully painted with uh, just a little bit of care. Uh, let's, let's, we, I feel like that's a good ranking system. Let's talk about anybody that in the Primarchs we we'll go we'll switch switch gears if you will, gents. Uh, any any Primarchs you feel that are underrated or overrated? Just absolutely throw some mud at some wall, some expunge your soul a little bit. Tell us, tell us. A Game wise bit. or model wise? Oh, it's I I feel like we've covered the models. I just want to. I just want to hear. Tell me about game or lore. Is there anything that you feel like 
has been really like misrepresented. Because I, uh, I for one like Lorgar with the switch to the Horus Heresy two, he got a bit of a shaft, bit of a shaft. Uh, he his model isn't obviously the nicest, but uh, I felt like the the character itself. Um, in the law has a very clear increase in importance. Um, it is a wonderful arc if you if you want to just dip your toes in and to find out what the word bells are all about. Aaron Dempsey Bowden um, in the uh, Shadow Crusade, uh, which has the first heretic and and betrayer, which people have loved some of the characters from that. I feel like um, there are so, there's so much to enjoy there. Uh, the he's one for me. I feel like is underrated, um, overrated. I the big guy. Let's be honest. Horus is overrated in every sense of the word. I get that it's the Horus heresy. I do. I understand. Um, but Horus to me is is the uh, <laughs> the Imperium's um, politician. He, they always talk about his charisma and how everybody loves him and, and uh, how he is able to talk his brothers around. And I feel like that's that's his one ability. Um, and he's he is a glory hound. He'll come in and snatch uh, compliances or to add banners to himself. I, I feel he lords himself above others unrightly. Um, and Changes the lunar wolves to the sons of him. Yeah, look, I, I just, I feel like um, I understand why, uh, but the, the rules have been written overly kind to him as well. Um, there's a, for me, there's always like the, the two profile thing where I, um, when we were having a look at the comparisons before this, uh, before the show, I was having a look at the, like how they rated them, weapon skills and, and points costs and stuff like that. And, and obviously Horace has got a lot of, a lot of points and, and he's, he's up there his, he's got his two his two profiles which is his uh his one before he gains all the demonic powers and the one afterwards and i think the one before though is very very generous it's super generous like i, I agree refer to him as the, the favored son um i'm definitely seeing it yeah and and the best of them and i i've never thought of him as the best of any of the primates um i think a lot of them stand more level footed than um than some of the stories would have you believe and i think that's again that's probably um that's one of those things where i don't think you can ever make everybody happy but i feel like his character is is one that's that will forever in the day be overrated because it is the horror therapy i i actually was going to say horace is a bit overrated and what you just said like out of the my notes here horace because Angron, Sanguinius, and Dawn, and Russ are the only Primarchs that have a weapon skill of eight. Yeah, and I feel like uh, the Horus and the and the, the the Dawn don't belong there. Um, they, for me, sit in the same realm as uh, Gulliman and um, Perturabo. Like they're all they all strike me as like statesmen. <laughs> like and and thinkers and uh and less 
less fighters than um, than some of their brothers. Um, I, I thought that the, the, as far as the weapon skill goes, I thought it was very fair of um, the Lion, Russ, um, I even thought Kurz, um, a sane Kurz would have been very scary. Um, Fulgrim obviously was a was a fighter and Angron too, so Sanguinus has always been lauded. I, I feel like even you can admit, Jermaine, that Sanguinus gets a fair a fair showing as far as uh, being been written about um he gets oh, yeah. they they talk about him in, in rather high esteem whereas you'll find uh with maybe maybe the space walls we don't we don't get so much of that that um the love the, uh, the nicer tone <laughs> i feel like that's that's obviously very much on purpose well in saturn nine when sanguinius fights he does do some pretty incredible things so yeah, like i no, think his weapon skill eight that's it's very based good. on how they how they depicted him. Um, Whereas Horace, all the novels I've read, he hasn't done anything. Yeah, I don't, I I think it's an overrate. Uh, he's been overrated for forever and a day. Um, but again, gets stabbed by a sword and turns evil. It spoilers. The, it is the Horace heresy, um, and we, what that means is you can pretty much put whatever you like to it. Um, he just has to be the best. I like how he has the double profile. Like that's cool. Yeah, that's and good spe speaking about rules in general, because I was going to say this earlier, but I thought I'd wait. Um, the best thing I liked about the newest edition is that they've really made every legion way more unique with the special rules that every legion actually has now. Whereas, like the older rules were just sort of like, okay, you guys have some unique, like unique terminators and a unique squad. Go. Where it's like now actually taking your legions, you get, you know, special, everyone has their own special abilities and things that feels way more dynamic and way more exciting than just Marine versus Marine as it was in the past. Yep. And, and as you said before, with Paul Lorgar being the only character Primark with weapon skill six. Like yeah, that's, they, kind of, they kind of savaged him a little bit there. Um, that's a little rough. Yeah. Like, hmm. He's still a Primark. And there's named characters that are higher weapon skill than him, which is, you know, a little, a little embarrassing. Um, Jermaine, uh, any thoughts on uh, fair or unfair depictions of some certain primarchs? Yeah, um, two, two that really don't have anything said about them mm -hmm. is um, Legion 2 and Legion 11. Oh, <laughs> I don't think... I, I think it's for the best, <laughs> but they don't. <laughs> I just... I I'm, I I don't and I still want to know what happened there. Uh, I think it's for the best, and I I don't think you'll ever know. Um, I I think uh, as much as they've been willing to divulge through the heresy books, um, there's little like little hints at things that certain yeah. things may have happened. Um, but it is um, it is a mystery that I think is better left as a mystery. Yeah. I think the Horus Heresy has been a very eye-opening um, as far as lore goes because yeah. uh, every book has had a little, little hint of something and uh, a little something that connects to something else and it's, it's all really cool to get like where the, the Grey Knights have come from, um, how the uh, Inquisition was kind of made and um, like all these, all these things that flow onto 40k. Um, we've been lucky to get them all a lot of them explain, but I don't. I don't always look for that. I just. Um, I. I think 
um, the story itself um, was wonderfully done by a lot of authors. It's, it's it's impressive to have so many different authors touch so many different things and and to write a write a story that's um, got a little of something for everybody. Um, that's fair. That's that's very fair, Jermaine. Um, you got any that you think um, on the other scale of it? I I feel very Horace has ever rated. <laughs> the council has spoken. <laughs> Down to weapon skill seven, he goes. Uh, He's also um, strength seven for some reason. He's the yeah, only look, he... Primark that's strength seven. Why? Yeah, and he's he. I wouldn't put him as like physically the strongest either. I I'd have that... Russ or Angron as seven. I would have yeah. put um, probably Vulcan or um, the Gorgon. They uh, or Pedro as well. He is Pedro is a is a monster, um, and I feel I. It's it's funny because he, he Pedro I feel has some really cool moments. Um, Angel at Mars, he's in that with Holgram. Um, he, he's got some really great moments in there, but also he, it's a it's a very sad story for him as well. Um, obviously, he he's a little bit of an outcast, but it's funny in the group of outcasts, like, because so many of the... You have so many Primarchs that are on the outer. It's always, it's always amusing to me. Um, that they consider themselves on the outer. Um, my examples to this would be, uh, look, you'd look at Ang- Angron. You, you consider him on the outside, um, but that's by choice. Conrad Cruz, you consider him on the outside. Um, for, for Angron? Yeah. Um, the, I haven't read it myself, but apparently the Primark series Angron novel is really, really well done, and it like helps you helps explain how Angron became Angron, if that makes sense. I mean, Angron became Angron by chucking some nails in his head. Yeah, but like I've, I've, I've heard really good things about that. So, yeah, well, he's the only Primark not to take sure. over like any part of his own world. <laughs> I mean, rip. Uh, he he's on the outside, obviously with Kurz and and uh, Russ Khan, um, and I would probably chuck. Alpharius in there as well, and Lorgar, which, you know, I've already listed around about half of them that are just kind of on the outs- outside of... Outskirts, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then the, which is always amusing to me, um, that you could have so many outsiders, um, and really when they're looking in, it's like, they're looking in and about like nine or ten of them, and those nine or ten of them don't love each other. Uh, I mean, like, they're very, um, oh, even Korax, now that I think about it, he's probably on the outside, and well, Karen is, is about shadow his, molding uh, very well. Watching cement dry, so um, yeah, it is what it is. We'll leave it there for now, but I have no doubt we'll uh, speak more about the Primarchs in the future. So, I thought for this segment we might just talk about something that we've gone through over the journey and what makes uh hobby a little bit tough um i've i myself have had many occasion where i've just stopped doing anything um building or painting uh, i might have slipped more into the reading aspect or playing the the games of the video version 
Um, but I, um, I have found over the journey that I keep returning back. <laughs> so it is, uh, it is one of those things that I, um, I love intensely, but certain parts of it just wear me out. Um, so we're going to cover just a little bit about what, what we found to be a bit tough and, um, how we've kind of just adjusted and, and I feel like COVID's probably one of those recent issues that a lot of people have found and um, how we've overcome them as a hobby group. Um, Drew, do you want to kick us off here? I think it's probably going to be pretty similar to what we're all going to say, realistically. Mm-hmm. So being in the hobby for over 20 years, you have to find different ways to motivate yourself to keep going indoor if you want to stand out and just read novels or if you want to paint models by yourself continue to play games or what like what helps drive you as a hobbyist and obviously being younger you have a lot less things in your life going on whether that be study work marriages kids etc but when you're younger you don't care about any of that stuff you're just like i want to play some games i want to play some games (laughs) and then when people get older and that stuff sort of happens that obviously gets harder and then if like you lose your job or whatever that's harder to buy models. Yeah, look, I think and... we, can, we can all agree it's not it's not a cheap hobby. Um, it, the entry is not it's not easy um, it's... unless you're, if you're picking um, a very small project. Um, I feel like nowadays there's probably a lot more ways to enter the hobby, so like a lot more like skirmishing small games. Uh, yeah, like think... Necromunda, Blood Bowl. Yep. yep. Kill Team. Like um, that are the single shots. Yeah, the Path to Glory, which is the Crusade version of Sigma for. Sorry, yeah, the 40k version of Crusade Path to Glory is the Crusade version for Sigma. So that, they they have like made it a lot more accessible, I think. Yeah. In certain ways, I think the biggest problem is if you have no brushes, no paints at all. That like hundred dollars for like you know. Well, hundred dollars when you do it now for like ten paints or so, and like a brush or two to like give it a go. Without any models or so, is a little bit deterrent. But that's where like the stores for the last eight months or so have been doing like a model of the month. Where if mm-hmm. you get an early, you can get a free model of the month of whatever it is for that month, and you can go home and build it, and you can bring it back and show like how you did for your model of the month. Like that's a real good way to help entice to bring people in. And I seen on the TV the other day that they're doing those like. Six dollar things where you get like a couple of marines or whatever in a magazine, like those things really help bring stuff out. And the other thing, because being in the hobby for so long, those new like paint packs and stuff that they have mm-hmm. are actually very good quality. Like for fifty five dollars, you get like eight paints or whatever, and or ten paints, whatever it is, with some brushes and things like they're really good value for money ways to actually help get in the hobby. And for myself as I said, with people getting older and games are harder to find and I just don't have patience for the game and I prefer to paint. Like, actually reading novels and finding out about new things and everything is just, there's always something exciting to look forward to, whether it be new models or paints, new, new anything. There's just, it keeps going. Keeps it fresh. Yeah. Um, well, Jermaine, you, you were one of the first in our group to kind of uh, make the adventure to have kids. Um, how do you find that that kind of changed? Because I know you, um, you and I used to regularly just go down and sit on a Saturday for like a whole day. <laughs> that's, not, that's not something exactly. you do once you got kids. No, it's not. 
And I wouldn't trust those little buggers to be in there to touch anything, even yeah. at this age still yet, wouldn't be wrong you're taking in yet. Yeah. And that, but, um, how did you, um, how did you kind of keep your hobby juices flowing when you, you kind of have that, the, the time kind of restricted yeah. for you? Yeah, no, for me, like, I sort of stopped, like, obviously, when I wasn't able to go out and play games, I stopped building as much as I used to, if mm-hmm. not anything. I don't think I've built something in at least, I reckon about a year and a half now. Yeah, yeah. I find myself um, um, returning to those older projects, um, that, like, stuff I've already got, um, and it's kind of, it's one of those things I have a lot of, I have a lot of nostalgia. I think uh, we can all agree we've we've gone through many editions of, of different games yeah. that we've we've played, and um, sometimes you you kind of find something that you really gravitate to. Do you have phases? Yeah. Hmm? Do, do you guys have like phases? Yeah, like where where one day you'd be like, I really feel like building for just like a week straight, and you yeah. just don't do anything for ages, and you're like, I really want to paint, and you sit there and paint because I have that personally a lot as well. I'm um I'm a big. Uh, just... Out of curiosity, kind of person. Yes, I, like when I build my armies or when I'm thinking about how um, how to do things, I, I build. I do a lot with theme in 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 mind. Um, I do more, and I think Jermaine will probably have noticed that as well. I do I do more when like there's a group involved, but it, usually like it's a it's a story driven event or something like that. Yeah. Like narrative style. I've, yeah, I've played competitive. I, um, I'm not I'm not the worst at it, but I don't love it. Like uh, just, there's a certain amount of like, what would I call it? Law bending you have to do to to put the best armies on the on the table, and that's not that's not something I like to do. I'm also not huge. I've for a long time I've had one army in each version system. Of the game. Yeah, exactly. So I I don't quickly like chase the, the new army coming out. I kind of sit with that one project and I make it my own. <clears throat> space walls. <clears throat> yes. Uh, space walls in 40k, space walls in 30k. The Empire in fantasy. Um, Blood Bowl teams, I, I now have like two of those. Um, I do have some, some Necromunda, not that I've ever gotten around to painting it. And uh, Lord of the Rings is probably the one where I've got the most different armies. Um, but that's also because Lord of the Rings is a, is a skirmish game. As I said, I've, Lord of the Rings is one of those things where they... They have released models along along the period, but there's been a lot less of them. Um, it's not it's not as many armies that they need to cover as the other systems. I found um, obviously recently with the with the COVID stuff, I kind of and I'm not sure if you guys are the same as me. I find myself uh, I I listen to audio books as well. Um, I'm lucky enough to to kind of uh, do do a job that every once in a while I'll get to put on a little bit of audio book and that kind of gets my whole juices flowing um gets me thinking about what i'd like to build and paint and gets me enthusiastic i get i get really excited at the planning stages um of hobbies nowadays um i like to play a game every once in a while but i don't i i've gravitated ironically the the, the part of me that was so strong about that in the beginning um it's it's less important to me now That's a very fair point. Yeah, look, I, I think it's the one beneficial thing, a beneficial thing about our hobby is there's there's many touch points to it. Uh, if you like to build 
cool models. There's something for you there if you like to learn about the law. There's lots of law and lots of different systems, and that, and there's plenty of books to back that up as well. Uh, if you like to paint models, that's that too. If you like to just game, there's there's that as well. So uh, there's so many. It's a multifaceted hobby, and I feel like again, that's not just a, not just a games workshop products, but I feel like there are all the other tabletop games that we get the chance to play. Uh, I always bring something something fresh and something new. I I'm always encouraged by the people I do it with as well. I find like when they're passionate about something, I'm 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 building off them. Uh, we kind of uh, help snowball each other into into that that next project or if it's as simple as getting together and um if we're going to play a game i'll i'll put more effort into me actually building and painting the models because i i want them to be good for our game i want them to be thematic for us yeah for sure all right um so we're we're on the we're on the downtake now uh, i feel like we we put a lot together for our first show like Pat's on the back all around. Pat's on the back. I've been holding this one back just a just a little bit, and I feel like I feel like it's time to yes, yes. Mm, mm, bravo. Yeah, I want you to all soak that in. That's that's beautiful. Also, if you've if you've made it this far in the podcast, thank you so so very much. Um, fortnight ahead, lads. What are, what are you guys looking at hobby wise in the fortnight ahead? I'm I myself am. With the release of the Horus Heresy 2, I'm currently looking at building my space walls. I've had so many of those parts for so long. Um, I'm getting getting them onto the table and finally starting to whip out the airbrush that I've had for quite some time. Um, I've got some uh, got a lot of things planned over the next few months, and hopefully, as we uh, do this podcast, we can I can share some of my insights. Um, you guys. Planning on doing anything special for yourselves, Jermaine? Maybe cleaning up your hobby space, or Drew? You got a new project in mind? I've got a little bit, so I can go last if you want, or up to you. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm I'm, I'm not going to be doing too much hobby, as in building or anything, but I'm definitely going to be catching up on some reading. Reading after reading, you know, slightly hobby building. Uh, it's it's so close. It's so close after yeah, no. reading. Yeah, I know. Now I've got my eye on the passing of angels, the sanguineous short story that yep. came out a while ago. I haven't actually had a chance to sit down and read it yet, so I'm gonna get the old Kindle out and get that on there. Yep. Excellent. You, Drew? Nice. I a couple of people I know were supposed to be doing like a little Necromunda campaign, so that's reason why I've been trying to get my stuff painted before Excellent. uni term starts again. Yep. Um Maybe do a little bit more painting of my sisters. There's a little bit of like, what ifs? Like, if if I'm super in the paint zone, I can just sit there and paint for like twelve hours a day, and then I'm like, well, I just lost a day. Uh, there's a couple of characters that I have like on my table and stuff that I just look at and go, "You really deserve paint," and then I end up not doing anything and just sit there and play Chaos Gate. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I am as I sort of touched on a little bit before, have been waiting for the Sanguinius and Mortarian Primark series novels because they were teased on the Warhammer community page a while ago and they just... The Collector's Edition Mortarian one has come out, but the normal version hasn't. And so I've been like waiting for those two because I wouldn't mind picking them up. 
All right. Um, well, here at the Rolling In Ones podcast, we like to leave you with a little a little taste of wisdom. Um, you've enjoyed uh, by now, hopefully, a little bit of chit chat about some general things. But one hobby tip from you, gentlemen, um, Jermaine, give me in your experience one hobby tip if you could share that with our listeners. Oh, my hobby tip is going to be if you are going to be painting a model, make sure you put space on first. <laughs> Seems so basic, but I've done it so many times I've just forgotten. They're like, that's right. I needed to put that on there first, didn't I? Oh, the well. basing. So you've, you've yep. gone and then undercoated the model and then come back and realize you need the basing. Exactly. Yeah, so if, you, if you're not doing uh, part assembly, ladies and gentlemen, a bit of basing uh, is Jermaine's lovely tip. Um, look, I feel like sometimes it's okay to get caught up in having a paint. If you, look, if you're painting, um, well, then you're already one step further than some of us some days. Uh, Drew, give me your one hobby tip. Now, uh, are you going to say the thing about the glue? Because I have no, if you are, I've got something you else. Can say that, but I, if it's the one I think you uh, think you're going to say, then I'm I for one have carried many many years of shame not knowing it even existed. There is a product by Tamir called Extra Thin Cement or Thin Cement. They're the two like most popular ones, and in the last about eight months or so that I've been using it. I have been able to build models so much quicker with it's like twist lid and it's brush that you can just get in and it just holds yeah. just perfectly. Where I like over 20 years of the hobby, I've like used a lot of Citadel glues, some glues now that have been banned because they had orange scents and kids were eating them because it smelled like orange and it was awesome. Um, I just I can't believe it's taken me this long to like find the product that I really wish I knew about way earlier because like it's literally those Citadel glues, those metal tips that they come with are just trash and they clog up so quick and then you take them out and you just get glue everywhere. It's just trash. Yeah, and it's always like and stuff like spent that, like so. forty minutes just trying to fix a thing yep. when you're trying to build one model when it's just like I actually built three models in the time I've been to build one. Like it's, it's just crazy. It's little things like that. It's um, it's a wonderful product. I know what you're talking about. And again, I, I have spent forever and a day, so many years, living in hobby ignorance of that particular product, which is the Tamiya Extra Thin Cement. Um, it is some people turn it into sprue glue, sprue glue as well. Um, yeah, it's 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 great. It is um, it. It removes the need to have to worry about clogging your um, your plastic glue, which is oh, so 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 welcome. Pre-warning: uh, the smell is pretty strong, though. But other than oh, that, definitely. That's how you know it works good. <laughs> if it's not if it's not burning your nostrils, uh, then you, it's probably not sticking. You're not doing it right. Um, my big my one hobby tip. I wanted to start with something simple because I, I figured we might do a few of these along the journey, but. Start small. It's okay to start with a single model or a single squad and not buy the whole army straight away. And I know Feels. That I get like spending so many years in this hobby. I I am guilty of the opposite. Please, 
learn from um, learn from old mate here. Just it's okay to start small. And for for me recently, it was again re-energizing myself. It was cleaning my hobby room, uh, making sure I've got a space where I can actually put out the project I'd like to work on, um, and then starting from there. And it and it was as small as starting with wanting to start with the one squad, simple ten men, uh, just to get them built and get them ready for paint. That is my tip. Is it's okay to start with just a single squad get some paint down on them or get your test model done um, and then uh, get that going. And with that, that brings us to the end of the show. Um, thank you for making it this far. And if you want to reach out to the guys, um, feel free to contact us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or send us an email at uh, rollingwithones at gmail.com. So that's rolling, no spaces, with the number one and then an S at gmail.com. Um, thank you so much again. Have a great day or evening or whatever you're going to do with the rest of your time and hope to have you back and listening to episodes in the future. From Jermaine, Andrew and myself, bye for now.